your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, happy Friday. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today, uh, again, I was going to talk about the game, but it was depressing, so we're not going to do that. Instead, I've got Deanna Weinrammer here. She is our Cleveland Monsters expert, and she's going to be talking to us about some of the new faces that we've seen uh, on the Blue Jackets so far this season, and some even newer faces that we maybe haven't seen so much of. Uh, today's episode brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this weekend to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Uh, so we've got a lot of new faces on the on the Blue Jackets at the minute. Obviously, the departures of guys like Nick Felino, David Savard, Riley Nash have left some holes in our lineup, and we're going to fill them with children, basically. Um, we've called up a lot of the kind of top-end players on the Cleveland Monsters. Some of them are on the taxi squad. Uh, but I have got Jenna Weinheimer here, who is our Cleveland Monsters expert, to talk about uh, some of our some of our new faces. Um, so I figured we would we would start off with maybe the most exciting for me, um, just Josh Dunn, who just signed out of Clarkson University. He's had seven games with the Monsters, I believe, and he just uh, made his NHL debut uh, in our in our last game. So. What can you what can you tell me about about Josh apart from the fact that he's uh, probably the less famous of the of the Dunn children that play hockey? Well, one fun thing about Josh Dunn is he he's undrafted, so he played his college hockey with Clarkson. I believe he was their captain for a time. I believe, um, but. After his college career finished, the Blue Jackets went in, signed him, again, an undrafted college kid, immediately went to the Monsters, and it wasn't even a month ago that he was doing his first media availability with the Cleveland Monsters. Um, but yeah, I mean, up at, the, up at the AHL level, like you could already tell, this is a smart player. You know, he says the right things he backs up what he says but he's a very physical guy and he makes the smart play that's probably the most exciting thing about him um yeah (laughs) just a smart big body player which I think losing with Josh another Josh Josh Anderson uh that was a spot that was sorely missing with the Columbus Blue Jackets. So I think give him a little bit of time. Uh, and I think he can fill that spot nicely. Yeah, definitely. I was I was really impressed when I saw him play um, the other night because, yeah, I was like, okay, I wasn't, ex- like when we signed him, I was like, oh, okay, this is a fun, like depth, depth pickup. I wasn't necessarily expecting good things or, you know, amazing things out of him, but he kind of, turned up and seems to have caught the attention of of the Blue Jackets and we're kind of in that in that part of the season where you know we're not making the playoff we've sold all of our veterans just let the kids play and they've decided to give him a shot and he seems to be 
seems to be making the most of it. So uh, if we can kind of get a little bit of that physicality back that we lost with, you know, um, obviously Josh Anderson going, Nick Foligno's gone um, to Toronto. I don't want to talk about it, but uh, and Boone Jenner being out with a broken finger, it's it'll be nice to have a little bit of physicality um, on the on the forward lines. Yeah, I mean, this is a player six feet four inches tall. He's around like two hundred nine, two ten. Uh, yeah, he can lay some hits. He's not afraid to use his size to make the play. And yeah, that's sorely missing with that list of players that, that you had said. Um, I think, honestly, I got to watch a little bit of his debut in Dallas. And honestly, I think the only bad part of the game, like for him, was face-offs. And yeah, he... In his, in his collegiate career, he was around 50% at the face-off, but that was something he even admitted with the Monsters going up to the pro level that that's going to take some time to get used to, to learn how these, you know, how to do face-offs on a professional level. Because obviously the talent is a completely different class than what he is used to seeing in college. But other than that, I think he had a solid debut. Yeah, I think I remember his his opening face-off was, I think, against, like, Jamie Benn or someone like that. And I'm like, it that's was. just, you know, go ahead and go ahead and throw him in at the deep end. Um, but face-offs is something that the Blue Jackets have been struggling with for, oh, I don't know, three or four years now. <laughs> so it's, it's not not a surprise that that his weren't, um, were not, uh, not great. Um, Talk about a welcome to the NHL moment. Yeah, okay, exactly. You, you get your first start in your first game and <laughs> taking the face off on the other side of you is Jamie Ben. <laughs> yep. Just... Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> I guess it's, it's a case of, oh, well, you know, if you've, you've done that, you've taken your first face off against Jamie Ben, everything else like, okay, cool. I can, I can deal with all of the other face offs now, you know, <laughs> rip, rip the bandaid off. Until he has to play against Pittsburgh and it's Sidney Crosby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> never mind. No, that's uh, that's the, the thing I've been enjoying about this this weird division series is that I haven't had to pay attention to the Pittsburgh Penguins at all. Oh, um, sorry for bringing it up then. <laughs> it's, been, it's been very good for me, but my bad. <laughs> um, so from from one center to another, uh, we've seen a fair amount of Zach Dalpe kind of this season and last. Coming up in just a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Deanna. But first, I've got to tell you about the new Ten Ten collection from Blue Nile. 1010 are uh, an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they are the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 this collection features high quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and best of all it's fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful i took a look at them uh, there's a really beautiful simple ring from lola fenhurst that i love uh, symbolism is really cool and she's also a black designer so if you want to go go check out go check out uh, her ring on bluenile.com if you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring that she will treasure forever you're definitely going to want to check this out they won't be around for long so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at bluenile.com 
get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. But I wanted to talk about him because he got his first goal in a few years uh, the other day. And it's what's it like to kind of see a player that so kind of, he kind of exemplifies monsters hockey for me. Um, like he's wearing this, he's wearing the C this year, I believe. Uh, what's it like to yes. kind of see him succeed on the, on the NHL level? For me personally, uh, before I started covering the monsters, I was a fan of the team, uh, whenever, or I guess I should say, I became a fan of the team whenever they joined the blue jackets organization. And Zach Falpe has been kind of one of the mainstays up there. He's in my eyes, he is like the penultimate team player. I mean, he has accepted his his role as kind of a bubble type guy. You know, he's going to play the majority of his games in the AHL. You know, he'll get the occasional call up to the NHL. But to see him get that goal and to kind of basically be up with the Blue Jackets pretty much all season, but just, just to see him get that little victory you know with that it it was honestly so cool to see because he honestly is a good guy he's a good teammate there's a reason why they named him captain you know they don't just willy-nilly just okay well you've been here the longest you know or (laughs) you're one of the more veteran players he truly cares about his teammates and he'll stick up for them and he is one of those just grind it out type of players. So that was really cool to watch. Yeah, I, I've been a big kind of Dalpe fan for a couple of years now. Um, and yeah, he's just, I always think he's younger than he is because um, he just kind of plays that, like he plays like he's 21 and he's still trying to break into the league. You know, even though he's kind of, he's kind of mostly made it, he's probably hit his ceiling. He plays like someone that, is is still trying to develop his game. I think it's probably the probably the best way. Like he always looks like he's trying to go faster or hit harder or do something else. Right, right. And another fun part about him. I mean, earlier on in the season, um, I got to talk to him a little bit, and he actually spent a good portion of last season out with an injury. So we kind of talked about that. And he said he honestly feels like he's gained a step back. Um, You know, he feels better than he did before the injury. So I think that helps a little bit too. But he, again, he just grinds it out. He truly loves the game. So I'm sure that helps a little bit too in trying to, uh, (laughs) to keep up that speed and that tenacity. Yeah, for sure. Um, So let's, let's talk about one of his, one of his line mates, um, down in Cleveland who has made the jump to to the NHL uh, which is really exciting for me uh, Cole Sherwood has has made the jump up um, and that it was really fun to, to see him get his debut in um, against Chicago with Jack Roslovic and Connor Murphy obviously AAA Blue Jackets alumni um, what kind of things can we expect from from a guy like Cole Sherwood Well, Cole Sherwood is actually having a really good season. Um, It's almost like he has that mentality that, you know, this season is kind of a put up or shut up type 
type of year for him. Now, in the very beginning of the season with Cleveland, he did have a little bit of, of injury issues. He took um, a real scary hit and he was out for a few games um, and he was just kind of bouncing in and out. Uh, but ever since he, he seems to was, you know, fully healed and he's been scoring goals. He's hitting, you know, not afraid to use his body again, laying the well-timed hit. Um, again, I mean, that is just like quintessential blue jacket hockey, which obviously has gone down into Cleveland's uh, style of, of, of play. Uh, that's just the type of players that Columbus really seems to like. Um, so yeah, he's fitting into the mold quite, quite nicely. I loved watching that, that line with who was, it, it was Dunn, uh, Sherwood and Mateau, I believe. Yeah, that, that was, was a fun line to watch. Yeah, they had a lot I, of I love watching of all three of those guys. Uh, coming up in just a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Deanna. But first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar, we, you know, we've been telling you about it for a while now. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market. Uh, it's back, it's new, it's improved, it is even deliciouser. That is direct from the copy that to deliciouser. They've invented a new word, it's so good. There are 18 incredible flavours, they've got nut, nut and non-nut flavors they're covered in 100 chocolate uh and here's the best bit they are super healthy they're low calorie they're low sugar they are high protein high fiber they're great if you're on keto if you are the kind of guy that goes to the gym and wants an extra kick of protein in his day then built bar is for you if you are like me and the most strenuous thing that you have done so far in this lockdown is walking from your bed to your laptop desk then built bar is good for you as well uh and Best of all, if you go to BillBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you can get 15% off your next order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BillBar.com, and find your favourite flavour now. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis from the season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Oh, that, that brings me into uh, kind of the next guy that I wanted to talk about who has played. He's been, again, a, one of those bubble guys up and down, Stefan Matteau, um, who I, again, like anytime they kind of the media talks to him or anything like that, you just you want this guy to succeed. I think he's another guy that I think has worked really, really hard to make the Blue Jackets and is doing his best to kind of stay up here and take advantage of the fact that our lineup is depleted. And this is maybe, obviously last season with all of the injuries, he got some time up with the Blue Jackets and then this season losing everybody. He seems to be, he's basically taking this as the best opportunity he is going to get to show the coaches and the team like what he can bring. Right. And one thing to remember about Stefan Mateau is the beginning of last season he was on an AHL only contract. Yes, he did play with the Blue Jackets, but he played his way into that contract. So he is used to kind of playing that or facing that kind of situation where, okay, this is what I want. What do I have to do to get there? And then he does it. So he's very, very cerebral in that mindset. Um, I think, honestly, uh, the last home game against, I believe it was the last home game against Tampa, I think he kind of solidified a uh, soft spot in a lot of longtime Blue Jackets fans' hearts. Uh, 
uh, where he picked a fight. Um, or I guess, well, he got into a fight with uh, former Captain Adam Foote's son. Yeah. So I, I, I noticed I was at that, that game um, with a friend and I noticed a lot of the longer time Blue Jackets players instantly knew who it was and they went crazy with that fight. Like, okay, I, I think Stefan Matos a new favorite here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he makes the right play again, very physical, but boy, does he have speed. Yeah, he again, like like we were talking about that that line of Mato and Dunn and um Sherwood was just like that might have been the one of the most fun lines of the of the entire game. Like it wasn't a great game all round. Uh we had kind of flashes um of looking like a real hockey team, but for the most part it was again that fourth line just kind of coming in and just making making the most of it, you know. They're like, well, this is this is my chance to to show off. Um, and it'd be nice if, um, especially you know, a guy like Mato can make that jump, do what Kevin Stenland did this year, and kind of stick in as a as a full time full time Blue Jacket. Right, and I would honestly like to see that line get more minutes. Um, for the fancy stats crowd, um, I mean. That was one of the better lines on the ice. Uh, they had, I believe the stat was seven high danger scoring chances while at least Josh Dunn was on the ice. And they held the stars to zero high danger scoring chances at, in that same time. They outshot Dallas seven to three while he was on the ice. They controlled 89, around 89% of the expected goals. I mean, it's... Yeah, give that line more ice time. If we're going to be evaluating the kids, so to speak, and a lot of them don't have contracts after this season. So get the kids more ice time, let the kids play, figure out the future of the organization. Yeah, exactly. I'm just looking at the um, at the ice time, actually. They played, uh, Sherwood had 13 minutes. Mateau had 14 and Dunn had 12, which honestly is probably double what I expected um, based on how how fourth lines usually go in Columbus. But yeah, like it's it's very much a case of if that's if that's the line that's given the team energy, if that's the line that's creating scoring chances, then I don't care, you know, top line, Patrick Line A, if he's not creating scoring chances, then he doesn't necessarily need to play 18 minutes a game. You know, like it's, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm being not old fashioned, but maybe I'm being like unrealistic, but surely the guys that are having the most impact should get the most ice time, regardless of, regardless of names. Right. And I think Tortorella kind of saw that and that's probably why the ice time was higher. I didn't think it was that 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 the high I didn't get a chance to check their ice time so yeah that's higher than I I thought but still if that's the if those are the guys giving you your energy your scoring chances they're limiting the other team which is even more or just as important you know limiting their chances yeah just skate them get them out there yeah exactly what like at this point what harm what harm is it gonna do honestly like if if we lose the game okay that 
that lifts us up the the draft table. You know, just let right. uh, this, this is going to be my, my mantra for the for the rest of the season. I think I've been talking a lot to the um, the guy who does the the Anaheim Ducks podcast for for this network, and he kind of has the same the same opinion because obviously he's got you know Trevor Zegras who the Ducks keep benching. Um, I think we talked about this the last time we we talked actually, but like just. Yeah. Just let the kids play. You know, you've got Trevor Zegras on your team. Like, why not? What what harm are you doing by giving him, you know, 15 or more minutes of ice time? And I think that's all the time I've got for today. Uh, next week, I will probably have more, a little bit more of my conversation with Deanna. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more detail about the expansion draft. We'll talk a little bit more about playing the Dallas Stars because the rules say that we have to. Uh, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I am at JayTheGoalie. If you'd like to follow this podcast, we are LO underscore BlueJackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Have a wonderful weekend. Until Monday, make sure you stay locked on.